So recently I asked again, a question that I asked very frequently is why did Jesus come? And today we get another fa facet of the answer. Jesus came to forgive sins. You know, that's fundamentally what he came for. He came to be the means of reconciliation between us and the Father, and that barrier between us and the Father is sin. And so Jesus comes, it would be nice to think that Jesus would come and heal every paralytic, every lunatic, every, every you know, person with a withered hand. But Jesus comes for the forgiveness of sins. That you may know that I have the power to forgive sins, rise and walk. That his miracles are pointing to the, the another dimension, kind of an invisible dimension, if you will. And that is the forgiveness of sins. So, and Jesus also, it we're a long way from the 34th week of ordinary time, which is on our church calendar as Christ the King Sunday, right? The last Sunday of the church year before Advent, it's Christ the King. And so who's your King? Christ is our King. Now, the Old Testament reading today, poor Samuel, he gives them a long list of challenges that earthly rulers are going to impose upon their people. A lot of taxes and a lot of war and a lot of uh, indenturing people, you know, conscripting people into the service of the state. He says, all this is going to happen when you have an earthly king. They say, oh, that's what we want. Okay. Now, it's challenging. God says, give them what they want. And we recognize that left to our own, I mean, we need civil government. We really do need civil government. But it would be nice if we could all just live in the kingdom of God. Abide by the, the principles of, of faith and charity and love. And, and that the kingdom of God would be both the civil authority and the, and the uh, religious authority. But it just... It hasn't worked out so well. And so it is because of our fallen nature. We have a king, though, don't we? I was thinking this morning, I was meditating on Jesus Christ, our king. And when you meditate on Jesus, if I, if I say to you, Jesus is our king, what image comes to mind? sitting on his glorious throne, judging the nations before him. I have to say the first thing that came to my mind was the crown of thorns. Was what, what, what does his kingship, what is the symbol of his kingship? It's the crown of thorns, he's crowned. But it brings us back to this, it brings us back to the world we live in. It brings us back to the fact that we're gonna have war and violence and paralytics and all of these things. And I mean, back into this, the nation of Israel says, give us a king, 
the first king they get is Saul. He's going to be a terrible king, essentially. In the end, he's going to be a failure. Then King David, and King David is great for a while, and then he doesn't do so good. And then there's Solomon, and he's great for a while. And then there's Solomon's sons, and they're horrible. And then we have the book of Kings that goes through all the kings, and it's just not, it's not the Hall of Fame, you know, it's not the Hall of Fame. There's a few good ones along the way. So who's our king? Joe Biden, our king? Donald Trump, your king? George Bush, your king? Who's your king? There can be no compromise. Jesus Christ is our king.